Trapcast Express. Tratcast Express. It's Friday, September 15th, 2017. You know, it really is pathetic. Once again, Cardinal Gerhard Ludwig Müller is being paraded around as though he were a traditionalist, a defender of Catholicism, and so forth. What's the latest reason for doing that? Well, he's attending the Sumorum Pontificum Conference currently taking place in Rome, together with Cardinals uh, Raymond Berg, Robert Serra, and others. This conference celebrates and commemorates the 10th anniversary of Benedict XVI's Summorum Pontificum. That's the big motu proprio letter that basically allowed the widespread use of the Indult Mass, the 1962 Missal, which is basically the traditional Latin Mass. Well, the problem with Muller is that he is a Vatican II man through and through, just like Burke. In particular, Muller is on record denying the dogma of transubstantiation, among other dogmas. Yes, transubstantiation. That is the dogma defined by the Council of Trent in the 16th century, and also before, of course, according to which, at the consecration of the Holy Mass, bread and wine become the literal body and blood of Christ, with the substance of the bread and wine ceasing to exist entirely, and only their appearance remaining. This dogma is denied by Cardinal Muller and replaced with a very obscure fantasy which could perhaps best be labeled transcommunication. Here's a quick excerpt from his book on the Mass, uh, called uh, The Mass, Source of Christian Life, Die Messe, Quelle Christlichen Lebens, published in German in 2002. This is our translation, quote, in reality, body and blood of Christ do not mean the material components of the man Jesus during his lifetime or in his transfigured corporeality. Rather, body and blood here mean the presence of Christ in the sign of the medium of bread and wine, which presence is made communicable in the here and now of sense-bound human perception. Just as before Easter the disciples were perceptibly together with Jesus by hearing his words and perceiving him in his sensory figure in accordance with human nature, we now have fellowship with Jesus Christ communicated through the eating and drinking of the bread and the wine, unquote. And that's from pages 139 to 140. Well, ladies and gentlemen, would it surprise you to find out that with this kind of an understanding of the real presence, Muller also has some rather interesting things to say about the point of consecration in the Mass. Listen to this, and this is taken from the same book, uh, pages 141 to 142. Quote, there still remains to be clarified a question which has arisen in the history of theology concerning the exact moment at which takes place the sacred conversion of bread and wine into real signs of the salvific communication with God in Jesus Christ. Is it the calling down of the Holy Ghost, which in the liturgy of the Eastern churches mostly takes place after the institution narrative? Or is it the recitation of the words of institution of Jesus itself which affects the conversion? It will not be necessary to answer the question the one way or the other because the question does not really make sense theologically. 
The conversion, which is part of the fundamentals of the Catholic faith in the Eastern and Western Church, occurs through the incorporation of the sacrificial gifts into the dialogue of Father, Son, and Spirit. This is the content of the three parts of the prayer following the preface, in which the Father is addressed in the communication of the Son and the Holy Ghost. By including the gifts of bread and wine in this action of triune love, which in salvation history actualized itself to our benefit, they become for us the body and blood of Christ." Unquote. And this guy, Gerhard Müller, now gives a talk at the Samorum Pontificum Conference on dogma and liturgy. Wow. Now, if you want to see all this and uh, much more evidence uh, against Müller for yourself, go to novosordowatch.org and look for the post published on August 14, 2017, entitled The Heresies of Cardinal Müller, Part 1, Denial of Transubstantiation. See, ladies and gentlemen, this is one of the problems with Novus Ordo traditionalism. People are so easily swayed by external appearances and by emotion. Someone like Müller is one of the worst heretics around. But because he's against adultery, he's against abortion, and now says some nice things about the Latin Mass, all the rest is forgotten and forgiven. This is one of the reasons why the indult Mass was instituted in the first place, to keep traditional-leaning people firmly inside the Vatican II sect. Give them the externals, keep them busy, keep them hoping, and they will not place any effective obstacle in the way of the apostasy. Keep them busy. Have them write open letters, sign petitions, follow Mr. Zulstorff's blog, have them attend a conference or get excited about a new book on Latin or something. And while they're busy with all of that, the false popes, currently Francis, Keep on advancing the apostasy. That is what has been happening. And just look at Amoris Laetitia, for example. For nearly a year and a half now, people have been debating about what it does and doesn't say, how it's to be understood, what the Holy Father really meant, you know, what it would mean in practice. And, and then you have dubia and endless talk about a supposed formal correction and all that. And what does any of that do other than keep everyone distracted while Francis continues to wreck the remaining vestiges of Catholicism in people's minds and souls? See, and that's the point. While people are arguing about what a Morris Letizia means and what the consequences might be, Francis is just quietly implementing the thing, refusing to address any objections waiting for his high-profile paper-tiger opponents to die. Well, two of the four dubia cardinals are already dead. He's only got two to go. Tradcast Express is a production of Novos Ordo Watch. Check us out at tradcast.org. And if you like what we're doing, please consider making a tax-deductible contribution at novosordowatch.org. Donate.